0: Is the talk and sports podcast with Peter DiBiase and John Rocco Trump? Poor welcome back to week four NFL preview and a week three NFL recap. Before we start, please make sure you follow our Instagram account and Twitter account at Talk and Sports PD. Those links will both be in the description. Also, make sure you follow our YouTube channel, that link will also be in the description at Talk and Sports Podcast. YouTube videos will be coming back next week. We promise this time so you. YouTube videos to be coming back next week. We have a couple special things coming for the YouTube channel, so you don't want to miss out. And before we dive into content, I just want to give out a, a big shout out to our new sponsorship. We have officially agreed to a, a contract and a sponsorship with sports cases. If you don't know anything about sports cases, they name it basically how it sounds. They sell sports cases. So you can get any type of iPhone and Samsung case for basically any type of phone. Um, they sell football cases, they sell baseball cases, basketball, soccer, NHL, and the list goes on. You can get your favorite player on the website in case. So if you want to buy a sports case, please make sure you click the link in the description. It, the link will be right in the description. The link is also all on our Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube pages. And to help you guys out, we will get, be giving you a promo code for 10% off your purchase. All you have to do is use the code PD. like our Instagram and Twitter. Say that one more time. Make sure you use our promo code for 10% off at sportcases.com. Okay, moving on to the content for this week. Before we start with the content, we're going to go over a week three pick. So, JR, how did you do in your week three picks this week?
1: It took a drop from last week after going 10 6. Uh, we're not counting the Eagles, um, Bengals, the game. Eagles, Eagles, Bengals game because it was a tie. Um, so we're only counting fifteen, but I went seven at seven for eight, seven out of eight, seven and eight,
0: yeah. Yeah, not I. I did better than that, but I didn't do as well as my fourteen <laughs> week before because that was a tough week. I went <laughs> nine and six, obviously not including the Eagles-Bengals game. Some of the games were a little confusing out there. Some of the games that I thought were automatic locks, yeah, were, I know, weren't at all. Um, for example, the Lions beating the Cardinals, I was like, oh, no shot the Lions win this game. And they I do did. And a couple other games. And the
1: Bears, honestly. Didn't think the Bears. The Bears yeah.
0: did. The Panthers beating the Chargers was a what peculiar. Um that was basically about it. But yeah, some of the games weren't as easy as they sounded. Um and before we dive right into more content, Jared, how'd you do on your fantasy picks for week
1: three? Uh I didn't do so swell except Minshew went nine nine points, which was pretty big bust. For a QB, um, but then Mike Davis, twenty-three points, so that was a good pick. And then Judy with ten and a half, and then Gizeki got one catch for a touchdown, so eight and a half. So I, I hit on the Mike Davis, Davis pick, but other than that, not so well.
0: Um, I hit on the Fitzpatrick Ryan Fitzpatrick pick. He had twenty-five point two points against the Jaguars. Uh, James Robinson, it was probably my biggest pick. He had thirty point nine points. That's good as a running back for how low he was ranked. Uh, Jerry, Judy, we both had the same wide receiver pick. If you didn't know, each had he had ten and a half, and then I had my Logan Thomas pick with seven point one points, which is not the end of the world. But like Jerry said, Gasecki had eight. Um, so not the best picks, but we did fine on the picks, and we hopefully can help even better for your week four sleeper picks. So let's jump right into the week three NFL recap. I feel like we start with the same kind of thing every time, but we're bringing it up again, Jr. I'm sorry about this, but we're breaking down the Jets Colts game. What went wrong in a 36 7 route from the Indianapolis Colts?
1: Well, at one point in the game, it was tied. I think that's the first tie we had all season. So, it was but seven- yeah, it was 7 7 in the first quarter. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing as the 49ers game that we had no offense. There was the the one touchdown uh, Sam Donald threw, was a nice touchdown that gave us hope, but. On the offensive side, we had nothing. Nothing going for us. Gase seems like he didn't change anything up. Uh, honestly, it's the same thing. The Colts, Phillip Rivers played. They put in Jacoby Percent at the end of the game. But Phillip Rivers had a – he had, like, an okay game. It just made it look like he played better than he did. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of surprised about – I thought T.Y. Hilton would light us up. Um, but this was the game to do it for him, and he only had three catches for 52 yards. Um, I I really expected Ty to do better than that, especially against our defense secondary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the other than that, yeah, this is a bad game for us.
0: Yeah, I started the Colts defense in fantasy, in one. Of the oh games.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Start. They had uh 27 points. I think they got they got two touchdowns. They had three interceptions. Thank you, Sam Darnold. And then they had uh safety. If you're looking up and down the box score this game, especially for the Jets, Darnold was 17 for 29. A buck 68, uh one touchdown and three interceptions. You don't know, like the three interceptions, obviously. And then he had a 12.4 QBR and a 47 rating. The ground game wasn't awful, wasn't amazing. Uh, Gore at 15 carry for 57 yards. Well, Michael P. Ryan seven for 24, and then that's about it. Um, obviously, you're missing Lev Bell. And then just looking up and down your receivers, when uh Kaylin Ballwich is your number two receiver, that's kind of he's a he's, he's a he's
1: and he's a running back
0: yeah yeah and he's a running back he kind of went off i think that was 2 weeks ago on the 49ers receiving corpse just because they have no depth and they know so many injuries and you look at the jets missing uh Brashad Perryman, James Crowder and Denzel Mims there's you probably would you say those are the three best receivers you have? i would say, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah. And then your best receiver is Braxton Barrios. No, think it's Braxton Barrios. He had a good game and, like
1: I'm going to I'm going to be honest, i i'm a huge jets fan. I have no clue who Lawrence Cager even is. I'm gonna yeah. be honest.
0: I have no know. clue who he is. Lawrence Cager he is Never. Georgia. I think this is his first ever game. I swear. Yeah, he yeah. it literally says in his career he has two catches. Yeah. And that was that game. You're starting a guy who had no catches in his career. He's not a like like I get it, he could be a top pick, but like he obviously he wasn't a top pick. Yeah. <laughs> and then Chris Hurden. And then you have Frank Gore. Like, what is Frank Gore going to give you? Chris Hogan? Was he hurt again? Because he had three targets. Yeah,
1: Chris Hogan. Oh,
0: My God, he's a yeah. walking injury. He is literally. I a think. I,
1: I think he got hurt. Yeah, pretty sure.
0: Jets are a walking injury.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We got to like do so Either like you're
0: drinking the wrong water at the Jets facility, or you're like your training staff is just terrible, or I don't know. And then yeah, just... you heard you heard rumors from Chris Mortensen before the Sunday game against the Colts that uh, not, that Adam Gase. Might be out after the See. Broncos game. Obviously, the Colts game did not help his case whatsoever. I don't, I don't know. Mad walking <laughs> up that facility on Monday um, with the GM, and I don't know how you like just like just talk to him. Like I like, like, I don't know where you like say, "Oh, we had a bright spot here or a bright spot there." There was literally no bright spots.
1: There was no bright spots. You
0: woke up, even if you didn't watch the game, and I honestly, I didn't watch the full game. Obviously, Jared watched more than I did. You look up and down the box score, you're just like, okay, some of the defense players made some tackles, but like. But that's about it. Like, you, offensively, it was putrid.
1: Even defensively, we, we couldn't get any pressure. Like, we had no sacks. I don't even know if he had a QB hit. Maybe we had one, one yeah, QB yeah. hit.
0: Phil Rivers had yeah. no sacks. He finished with a 91.1 QBR. And no, no, nothing against Phil Rivers. He's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback anymore. Like, yeah. you made him look like – obviously, look at the boxer. Right. Oh, he wasn't great. But he, like, did enough for them to win the game. And, like, their defense was an app, Was amazing. Yeah. You know,
1: I will say in the beginning of the game, though,
0: it, at first, like I was texting
1: one of my buddies who was also a Jeff fan, he was giving it more to Darnold, and like making Darnold make some plays and throwing the ball. Yeah. And then we got the first touchdown, and then after that, I don't know what he like decided, but it was just back to the old Gase offense, and we couldn't score like the rest of the game.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know how Adam Gaze like, obviously, Thursday, you guys play Denver. We'll give you our picks for that game and what we think of that game. But they're starting Brett Ripon. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, but right, yeah. whatever the heck his name is, he's a third string quarterback. Like, like, he's from Ole Miss, right? Yeah. I guess he's from Ole Miss. Um, yeah. yeah um, if you lose to them, there's no shot Adam Gaze walks into, fr- into Friday, no. Saturday, as a coach. I here. don't.
1: What I've been hearing is if it's a close loss, if it's a, not what? a bad loss.
0: What does that mean? A bad, coming, a loss?
1: No, I know, but this is what I'm hearing. He's coming back. If we win, he's coming back. But if we get blown out for the fourth straight week against a third-string QB, he shouldn't even be in the NFL probably. Like, no, he, there's no chance he comes back. No chance.
0: But I got a question for you. So what yeah. do you want to happen on Thursday night? Obviously, in my book, like if I was uh, a, yeah. I'm always rooting for my team to win games. I'm never, I'm never that type of guy, like it's only 0-3. Obviously, it's a tough hill to climb, but there's still 13 games left. But my my always opinion is I'm never gonna root for my team to lose. Sometimes it might help us if we lose. But like what are your opinions on that? You're not gonna be like on Thursday, oh go Broncos, but like when you're back in your mind, yeah, you're gonna be yeah. like, they scored three straight touchdowns on us. Adam Gaze is the heck out of here, and I'm so happy. Like, what's your mindset going for like Thursday's game? Like, watch yeah, the game,
1: I mean, yeah, I'm always gonna cheer for my team to win. Um, I'm still gonna cheer for the win, but I guess if we, I don't want to lose. I don't want to just lose. If we're gonna lose, I want to get blown out and gaze fired. That's but it, don't I do. I'm still good. cheering for us to do really well and like win, you know.
0: Yeah, obviously, you're not going to root for your team to lose. But, like, in your back, in your mind, you're going to be, like, well, it's down 27. You're like, okay, it's basically okay. over. Let's not make this close. Yeah. Like exactly. And I don't – even if you win, I don't think Gage should be the coach. Like, I, I think it's so obvious. No, like, yeah. Like, I don't like, know what our is doing. Yeah, you could win by not. 50, and I still wouldn't keep Adam Gage. Yeah.
1: like Unless it's we true. won the Super Bowl. Unless we won the Super Bowl. Like,
0: it's yeah. the
1: only chance –
0: Adam Gaze just like looks so incompetent as a head coach. Like Sam Darnold looks good for that one drive. He starts with a pick six, and you're like, "Oh, geez." And then he throws a touchdown pass. You're like, "Okay, this was good." And then he just turns a conservative. He throws another pick Yeah. Six, I, and then throws another pick. And then you're just like, "Let's keep give. Let's keep, keep giving the ball to Frank Gore." Like that just doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Yeah, I Pete, I've been been like that all season. It's,
0: it's a mess. So like, yeah, I don't know, like what the jets really do from here but I, I obviously i think they should fire him but will they fire him we'll find out friday morning I, I
1: i highly doubt they fire him i don't know our president seems to love him our owner so i highly doubt it but hopefully the
0: gm do. i'm like dude we got to get this guy out of here but, <laughs> yeah the gm's yeah. like, GM like there's no shot he's even coming back next year so like, what's the point well the thing yeah the thing is joe douglas our gm
1: wasn't even the one who he wasn't even in, like, the office to hire Gase. He got signed, like, had, after we got Gates. It's
0: not his so head coach. No I time just time.
1: want – I want, like, Joe Douglas to do his own thing, like, get because this is the first draft that he had. I want him, like, revamp the coaching staff, be his team, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, let's hopefully, for your sake, on next Tuesday or Wednesday when we're recording this and when it comes out Thursday that we're talking about Adam Gase not being your head coach. Anymore? Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't know, but we'll see. If And if, if you hear us talk about Adam Gaze again, still being your coach, you know what happened. Um, <laughs> yeah. On to another game of the weekend. Um, My Buffalo Bills scraped away with a 35-32 win over the Los Angeles Rams. This game was good for the first half. I was like, okay, riding high of 21-3 to at the half. We come out, we score a touchdown, start the third quarter after we get a stop. We're up 28-3, and I'm like, okay, I think we should be good. Nope, I guess we're not. Like, we, we absolutely fell apart in the halfway to the third, and most of the fourth, our defense got absolutely gassed. And then at the end of the game, Josh Allen had to bail us out with, like, two – I think one was third and 25, and one was third and 22 that he converted. Well, he converted the third twenty on 22 uh, to a pass to Cole Beasley, which is mind-boggling. And then <laughs> – Threw, uh, like a 15 yard pass in third 25 to set up a fourth and nine, which led to a PI. Which, if you want to debate it or not, is a PI, not a PI, whatever. And then, obviously, Josh Allen threw the game with a touchdown to Tyler Croft. Josh Allen was not the reason like this game was close at the end, he absolutely balled in this game. He was 24 for 33 with 311. He averaged 9.4 yards per pass. He threw for four touchdowns, and that one interception he threw was not an interception. Tyler Croft clearly came down with the ball, and for some reason, the refs. Uh called it uh interception on the field, even though Kyle Croft came up with the ball anyway. Like he like he gave the ref the ball, like he showed the ref the ball. He had the ball. They went to replay. I was like, okay, there's no shot. This is staying. Like interception. Oh, they keep an interception and the whole game just turned around. So that was his one interception. Devin Singletary was 13 carries for 71 yards, which I liked because obviously Zach Moss was not playing. Um John Brown didn't really play in this game as a receiver. He is dealing with a calf injury. Cole Beasley was our leading receiver with six catches, hundred yards. Uh, Gabe Davis, the rookie from UCF, fourth round pick, four catches for 81. Uh, Singletary, four catches for 50 yards. And then uh, Stephon Diggs at four catches for 49 yards and a touchdown. This game gave me an absolute heart attack. I, just to be honest with you guys, I was so happy. Third quarter of 28 to three, and then the Gaunton 28 to three lead, which never stays for some stupid reason. I was like, oh my god, we're gonna win the game. We're riding high. Maybe they score a touchdown too, because it's the NFL. You never kill you never kill anybody like that bad. And then I was yeah. like, oh, okay. And then they kind of came back and kind of scared me. So Jim, well, I thought
1: what I you thought, thought it was me? pretty Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. because you do always say like the Bills always come out slow in the third. They always That's do, ex- they don't understand exactly what they did. Yeah,
0: we gotta stop then we scored a touchdown. T- touchdown and stuff. Then I was like, okay, maybe the third quarter woes are not ever, not happening anymore. And then just absolute brutal. Like maybe it's not just the third quarter, start the second half. We did good. And then it just collapsed. And I I know you said, I always say that we don't start well in the third quarter. Like, I don't know why that's a thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe they get comfortable, but you can't get comfortable every game when you're up. So no. I was, I was, I was impressed with Josh Allen. Um, hey, you admitted so so you, it. Well, yeah, I know I was impressed. Um, <laughs> I also liked how like he didn't because uh, well, I'm pretty sure Ramsey was on Stefan Diggs, correct? He
0: was, he was, yes, okay. yeah. So,
1: like, he wasn't just forcing it to Diggs, he used it, utilizing like, Cole Beasley,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Gabriel Davis. I don't even know who that is. Um, oh,
0: on receiver from UCF, yeah,
1: and then uh, Devin Singletary. So, and but like Stefan Diggs still did get a touchdown, so he incorporated him, but he wasn't like. Oh, I got to look, looking for him the whole time. He he looked at kept those eyes up the field. Um, yeah, and Aaron Donald. Oh my he God, oh he, my. he's a, he had two sacks. Yeah, he's a game wrecker. He's the he's best, a game wrecker, But like player in football. Yeah, but you were able to contain him. Most enough of the to win the game. Yeah. Yes, but Aaron Donald,
0: Donald like, hats off to him. He's a great player.
1: Yeah, and okay, I will say Jets had him. You guys, I feel like you guys always get old jets. You guys call the Buffalo Bills like in the trash jets. But, mm-hmm. um, no, Andre Roberts, he's a very uh, underrated kick returner. Like, I mean, people know he's a good kick returner, but he's just very undervalued. he mm-hmm. He's like every time I see him return a kick, he gets it back to like the 40 or 35. He's good, that, he's very good. Yeah, he's very he's look,
0: good. He's look, he had two kick returns for 73 mm-hmm. yards for that average 36.5 yards um for uh return if you're the bills you take starting at the 36 35 yard line
1: every and time yeah
0: 10 extra yards that you don't have to deal with so that's awesome stands yeah you're right it's a super underrated thing just because of how good he is and the jets had him you let him go obviously he's not yeah. gonna have to the a turner but it's always nice now but
1: happen. yeah it definitely nice. is nice yeah
0: and then flipping over to the Rams side, what do you what do you think of Daryl Henderson Jr.? I know they have a three-back with Cam Akers yeah. and Malcolm Brown. But Daryl Henderson Jr., who's all my fantasy team, one my leagues. I didn't start him. I won the week anyway. But he might be my flex option this week because those are some good numbers against a really good Buffalo Bills defense.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't know which way the Rams are going to go. At first, I thought it was Malcolm Brown's going to be the guy. Then maybe okay. Cam Akers. Now Daryl Henderson. So maybe they're just using them, like, one per week. Um, but yeah, he had a very good game. Like maybe, maybe
0: yeah, maybe they're using like whoever's hot at the time, like that game. Yeah, so like you can't game plan to... against
1: a certain guy. So yeah.
0: yeah, and they bounce around, and then they're like, yeah. okay, well Daryl Henderson just had three carries for twenty-five yards. Hey, let's keep it going. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And then and like, also yeah, go yeah go go ahead. Um, I was just gonna say like it depends like who's a better pass catcher. I don't know exactly who's a better pass catcher because I don't follow the Rams enough. But like that also plays into effect like who's a better pass catcher in different situations
1: yeah Uh, it's probably either Cam Akers or Daryl Henderson maybe yeah Uh, yeah. Um, but also Jared Goff had a pretty solid game too he didn't capitalize on the touchdowns as much but he had a solid game throwing a Cooper Cup and did uh, was Tredavious White on Robert Woods or
0: Or does he stay on the right side right I don't know exactly I Um... think he
1: stays on one side yeah, use. he didn't
0: play great. Like, the defense, he didn't play great overall. I'm not uh-huh. as concerned as, like, some other people are. I know we're ranking like 20th in defense this year. I know we were ranked, like, second last year or third or whatever. I'm not as concerned as some other people are just because the everybody Your knows.
1: offense.
0: It. Yeah, and the Rams have such a high-powered offense. Like, you have yeah. Jared Goff, and then you have th- Daryl Henderson Jr., Malcolm Brown, Cam Akers, and then you have the weapons are galore. You have Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Josh Reynolds, you saw Van Jefferson, who's a rookie, third-round pick, only got one target. And then you have two good tight ends with Tower Higbee and then Gerald Everett. So, like, the Rams' offense um, is great. So, I'm not completely uh, worried about our defense. Obviously, I would like to perform a little better. But the defense played great in the first half when he let three points and then kind of collapsed in the second half. So, whatever the Bills did in the first half, obviously they're going to try to keep doing that and then probably watch the tape of what they did in the second half. I know Micah Hyde, I think, said after the game that the Rams kind of came out and did some personnel stuff that, like, we haven't seen, and it just kind of confused us overall. Not the best sign, but he just said the Rams, and they just – Rams had a great offense. So, like, I'm not completely worried. We didn't, like, get a lot of water points to an awful offense, so.
1: Yeah. Um. But also, what did John Brown get hurt or he just didn't yeah, play well? He
0: got no, he hurt. he got hurt. Okay. He had, he, right. had, like, he had, like, 29 snaps. Gotcha. Uh, but he was – he had a calf injury. That's why Gabe Davis, like, was played a lot. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Davis, okay. He's an outside receiver. Usually on the outside, we have uh, Diggs and John Brown, and then Beasley in the slot with a tight end. And then once yeah. in a while, go to like that four package, like when you have four receivers, or if somebody needs a rest, Gabe Davis comes in. So Gabe Davis played a lot. Um, John Brown av- did not practice on Wednesday today, so Gabe Davis might actually be a fantasy sleeper this week if you, um, if John oh, Brown play. If John Brown doesn't play, obviously if John Brown plays, then Gabe Davis is valued. I think so. Yeah, yeah. There's no point of picking up Gabe Davis if John Brown's playing. It's kind of like a, yeah. he's kind of like a handicap, I would say. Gabe Davis. Yeah,
1: no. I mean, like, I wouldn't put him on my team as a handicap. But yeah. For John Brown, but yeah, I know like what you mean.
0: A Sunday pickup, where you're like, crap, John Brown's not playing, and my own oh, like one of your two receivers that are in your team got like ruled out for the day or something. Uh oh, yeah. Gabe, Gabe Davis on the market. I got no other option. Like, that's one of the type of things. Obviously, Gabe Davis is not going to be on your fantasy team. But uh, you know what yeah. I
1: mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Impossible. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on from this game, I'm happy my bills are 3-0. We're riding high. Josh Allen looks like an MVP candidate right now. Not getting ahead of myself. I'm not going there. Cause you got Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. But just got to keep – keeps doing what he's doing. We're going to win games, and that's all I care about. Um. Okay, Jared, give me your thoughts on probably one of the best games of the day. And we did think these were one of the best games uh, of the Sunday. This was the 425 Cowboys-Seattle game. Give me a quick recap on what you thought of the game.
1: Well, like I said, like Russell Wilson's looking phenomenal this year. He I don't, he hasn't thrown a pick all year, correct?
0: Yeah, and I don't think so.
1: He's been throwing like five touchdowns a game, and their offense is just looking
0: He's personally passing touchdowns with 14.
1: Yeah, and then you got DK Metcalf going for 100 yards and touchdown. Tyler Lockett, three touchdowns over 100 yards. I mean, yeah. I credit that to Russell Wilson more a little bit because he's just balling out. But, yeah. yeah, this this game is a very good game. Cowboys kind of started off slow, and then they worked their way back. Their, um, their defense
0: stinks. Their defense yeah. absolutely stinks. I
1: mean, I used to think that was a strong suit. Like they're, Yeah, yeah. The D-line was very good at one point, and now it just stinks.
0: You can't get any pass rush. They had four yeah seasons, but, like, you can't, you can't get any pass rush. Their secondary is absolutely brutal. They lost Byron Jones in the offseason to Miami, and I didn't think that's – I guess that's a bigger hit than people thought because they drafted Trevon Diggs in the second round. But everybody knows, like, a corner is tough. It's always it takes a little while sometimes for corners to get into the NFL just because of the speed of receivers in the NFL compared to what college is. Mm-hmm. And, like – I wouldn't want Trevon Diggs. I think he's going to be a good player, but guarding a number one receiver. Like no. that's where he is at. Yeah. He's a rookie. It takes guys yeah. Putting that pressure on him ruins people's careers just because he looks bad. So like, Expe- by-
1: yeah,
0: it should have paid for yeah. bar. By- probably.
1: Especially like a six, five receiver that like probably doubles his weight. Um, yeah. Trevon Diggs's weight. Um Dak Prescott almost threw for 500 yards. It's, Surprised me a lot. Like, not a huge Dak Prescott guy. Um But he he, he had two interceptions, but he played pretty solid. Uh, Zeke had a pretty bad game for Zeke, only 34 hey. yards. But he only got 14 carries. That's the thing, True. Right? I feel like you got to give a, Z, a guy like Zeke at least, like, 20-plus carries in a
0: game. One of those carries was nine yards, so, like, th- other 13 carries were not for –
1: yeah, of, not for the like, – yeah.
0: Nine but days, Zeke – that was 25 yards.
1: Zeke's a runner who's going to get better as the game goes on. He said it before. He proves it. He's going to beat yeah. you up. So, I feel like even though you're – I mean, they were down late in the game, but I feel like you just, you got to stay steady with giving Zeke carries.
0: Yeah. um, That's why I always say it's tough paying – Running backs full contract, big contracts because they're not always utilized in every single game. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, that's true.
0: You need a running game, obviously, to be a successful offense because the passing game is not always going to work. And some teams have better pass defenses than you do at rush defenses. But you got to like adjust in the game. And Dak threw for 57 times. Like, Dak's looking good this year. And I know I'm not the biggest fan no, yeah. either. And the reason they're one and two is not because of Dak and not because of Michael Gallup or Mario Cooper or CeeDee Lamb. It's because their defense is absolutely atrocious. Like it's, yeah. it's terrible. And you look up and down the list. You have some good players. You have Jalen Smith. You have Trevon Diggs. Alden Smith. Demarcus Wardens. Who had two tackles? Like Demarcus Wardens, you're like one of the highest paid ends. Yeah, he, he got paid. Get to the dang yeah. quarterback, buddy. Like that's your job. Ever seen Griffin? One tackle, not getting to the quarterback. Like the team doesn't have enough guys that can get to the quarterback. Well, they do actually. Like
1: they do. Like, they're just not doing it.
0: Yeah, Alden Smith. Everson Griffin and DeMarcus Lawrence are all guys that can get to the dang quarterback, and they haven't been this year, which is kind of scary. Obviously, their linebackers are banged up. Sean Lee, who's always injured for some reason. And then you have Lane Vanderex. I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. He's one of the best linebackers in the league, so he wasn't playing. You have Jalen Smith, who is also one of the best linebackers in the league. So up and down, you're like, eh, it's pretty talented.
1: Solid defense, yeah.
0: Secondary, The secondary is terrible.
1: But no, second, and yeah, uh, like you said, they lost Byron Jones mm-hmm. last year. Didn't they have a young, a young corner? He, I don't think he's. he's you know no. who I'm talking about?
0: It's Xavier Woods.
1: No, uh, I think it's Jordan Lewis. Jordan Xavier, Lewis. Xavier
0: Woods. Xavier Woods is a safety. He's brutal. No, but
1: there is. I'm thinking. Of, oh, that name will come
0: to me, but like okay, yeah. Jordan I, Lucas
1: and Jordan Lewis and this other guy. Um, yeah,
0: they, but they do need to sign. Um, Earl Thomas, like he's still a free agent. I thought he was gonna sign with the Texans. I guess that felt yeah.
1: Through. No, no one's signing him. I mean, he, he might not be great for the locker room, but he's he's gonna come and like want to prove that he could win. And, like, so, I, I don't know how yeah. that's gonna go, but yeah, Earl Thomas would definitely help this team out a
0: lot. Yeah, okay. So, we touched on that game. The last game we're gonna touch on from week three before we move on to. Uh, winners and losers from week three. We're going to quickly touch on the Chiefs-Ravens game. Um, uh, If you didn't know, that was a Monday Night Football game. The Chiefs won 34-20. to 20. I know Jarrett does have some thoughts on Lamar Jackson because we've been texting about it back and forth in some group chats. Jared so give me thoughts on Lamar Jackson's performance. I know you're not. Well, you're, all I'll say
1: is this game, Patrick, Ma- Patrick Mahomes told the whole world, I'm in a different tier than Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean. I agree. I agree with Lamar- you. Lamar – yeah, at halftime, Lamar had – I I mean, I'm not going to, like, emphasize it, but, like, I've always said Pete knows. Like, I'm like, oh, Lamar Jackson's a running back. Yeah. But, like, I I don't want to be a hater. I'm not a hater on Lamar. I'm just – he hasn't – he deserved to win MVP last year. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm not going to say he's a top – he's a top three quarterback in the league if he came and passed for 100 yards in a game – I like,
0: agree. I'm not, I'm not against you on that yeah. tip at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, Lamar Jackson wasn't amazing this game. 15 for 28, like Jarrett said, under 100 yards and 97 yards. He had a touchdown pass. Did rush rate three yards, which proves Jarrett's point. Um, their leading receiver was J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins. Yards. Um, Marquise, they don't have great receivers. They're not like... No, they don't. No, they're not at so, all. I mean,
1: granted, uh, they did have a lot of drops, especially Mark Andrews. So, that – I mean, overall, I think not just Lamar. Like, the whole Ravens team just played bad, even their defense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just felt like the, the Chiefs came in with just a bunch of schemes knowing – like, they were doing these really cool plays. There was yeah. one play, like, Mahomes faked the screen to the left then faked it to the right and then, like, threw it up the middle of the Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just doing some really fun – like, it was fun to watch, honestly. But Mahomes is definitely – I think he's the best quarterback in football right now. I and, wouldn't agree. Yeah. Either.
0: Maybe Russell Wilson because he's just playing absolutely out of his mind. But, yeah, Russell yeah. Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. Right. Yeah, but I do still think that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. Maybe Russell Wilson's having a better season. But, yeah, you look at this game and you're just like – if you're a Ravens fan, no need to panic yet because you have no, no, a Super Bowl yeah. defending, defending Super Bowl champion. But you also got to think in the back in mind, like if we're gonna get to the uh, Super Bowl, like this team we might have to go through. So, like that's also in the back of your mind, like. Well, they- I
1: mean, if they all, if you pin it record wise, they're tied with the Browns right now. So what for their division?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still early. But- <laughs> I mean,
1: it's very early, yeah, but,
0: but yeah, you don't have yeah, to but- panic. Yeah, there's no need to panic yet The Browns stink. Um, <laughs> I'm not a huge Browns supporter for that. But, yeah, there is was a great game on Monday Night Football, and I like these kind of games on primetime games that were a classic. This could be a rematch. I mean, this could be a preview for the AFC Championship. Um, I don't know. It's definitely a possibility. Like, it's a pretty obvious possibility. This These two teams could be the best two teams in the AFC. We'll see how the Ravens. Uh, continue the season. We'll also see how the Chiefs continue their season because they're only three now. There's tons of games left. But yeah, I think it was a great overall weekend of football like it always is. Um, yeah. Yeah, so moving on past from the week three NFL recap, we're moving on to the NFL winners and losers of the week. If you don't know how this works, you should by now. But if you don't, it's pretty simple. We each give you three winners and three losers from week three. Of NFL season. It doesn't have to be players. It could be injuries. It could be kickers. It could be teams. It could be GMs. It could be owners. It could be literally anything you think. Won over the weekend and lost over the weekend. So Jr., start me off with your first winner of the week.
1: Uh, well, we just talked about the game, but I I, I got a bold take about it. My winners is the Chiefs, um, more like Mahomes and Andy Reid, um, mm-hmm. more in depth. This is my bold take, Pete. It's What's very early. It's Very early. Oh no! But I think Mahomes and Andy Reid could be the next Brady and Belichick. I'm totally
0: on board with that. I think like Patrick,
1: for the future, for the future, like they think, could be that.
0: I think yeah. Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback we've ever seen.
1: And I think Andy Reid's one of the most creative. He calls yeah. every offensive play, and he's he's a, he's a mo- great mind in the game right now.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. So I agree with you on that.
1: All right. Good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, the yeah, Chiefs, so that's
1: my bold take
0: so the Chiefs are your first winner of the week yeah Mahomes
1: and Andy Reid that's of okay. add. Yeah.
0: nice okay my first winner of the week we talked about him already because you kind of broke down this game Russell Wilson for the Seattle Seahawks pretty obvious quickly go over yeah. stats one more time 27 for 40 315 yards 5 touchdowns no interceptions he has 14 total passing touchdowns on the year with no interceptions he also rushed the ball for 22 yards He's right now the front runner for MVP. Seattle's therino. They're looking good. They're def- they're my Super Bowl pick, but their defense still scares me just, just a little. So I know they played a good Dallas team. So, but Russell Wilson is my winner of first winner of the week. JR, who is your first loser of the week?
1: I mean, going back to the same game, I, I was gonna put Lamar Jackson, but I'm just gonna put the I don't want to like hate on him. I'll put the whole Rams team that offense looked terrible. The um Ravens, Ravens? Defense, yeah the whole Ravens team. The defense couldn't do anything. They got no sacks. And this is a very good defense. I mean it's a top defense in the league. They just couldn't do anything. So I mean their special teams was the only one that looked good. Um so yeah for me it's the whole Ravens. This is like their first test the season. I guess it's like a Super Bowl former Super Bowl winner. Um yeah. but they got to perform better than this if they want to prove that they could be in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah.
0: I Yeah, I agree with you on that one. My first loser of the week is actually an, uh, an NFL team. That's the Atlanta Falcons. They moved oh. to 0-3. They blew another fourth quarter, 15-point uh, fourth quarter lead, um, or a 16-point fourth quarter lead, excuse me. They were one of 20 points to the Chicago Bears in the fourth quarter. Second straight week where an absolute brutal collapse. Last week we saw it to Dallas with the whole on craziness. And then this week Nick Foles comes in at those three touchdowns after Mitch Kubiski gets benched. And it's probably the last time you ever see him in a Chicago Bears uniform or starting in a Chicago Bears uniform because I think it's Nick Foles' teams for the rest of the year. But my God, Alana, like, come on. Like, it's it's yeah. ridiculous. You can't have two big fourth-quarter leads. And just be like, okay, like Dan Quinn, like has to be held accountable for this.
1: No, oh, yeah, that's all coaching at this point, and honestly. This too. It
0: happened. Like it's not just like a go one time thing. This has literally happened so many times with Dan Quinn. Like I don't think Dan Quinn should be the coach of this NFL team anymore. I didn't think he should be. He should
1: was. be a defensive coordinator, not a head coach.
0: Yeah, and it's. I think he's. It's basically done in Atlanta. They have so much talent. Like you got Matt Ryan, you got Todd Gurley, and you got Calvin Ridley. Obviously, um, Hayden Hurst. But obviously, um, what's his name? Julio Jones did not play. But Atlanta Falcons, you were brutal this week once again. And I'm sorry for the fans of Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons fans. But your team had another chance to win another game, up double digits in the fourth quarter, blow that lead. If you keep those two leads in the last two games, you're 2-1. and one, And we're totally talking about a totally different team right now. But I agree. We're yeah. not 0-3, and this team looks awful in the fourth quarter and this it's it's kind of like a joke at this point now i can't pick this team to win i picked them last week i'm done picking them i am done picking this team until they prove me otherwise like i'm not going to pick this team until they win a game or they show me that they can win a game like it's yeah i i can't pick this team anymore so sorry alana you're my first loser of the week jr who's your second winner of the week my
1: second winner of the week is a receiver by the name of keenan allen Oh, beautiful. Thirteen receptions, 132 yards, and one touchdown. But mm-hmm. that pick, he—that's like that's what Keenan does. He just racks up receptions. But I'm liking the chemistry that he's forming with uh, Herbert, and I feel like it's, it reminds me of like Philip and Keenan at this point. Yeah. Um, Keenan's always been one of my favorite receivers just because he's a really good route runner. He'll get open, and if he could form that trust with Herbert, I mean, this offense could be pretty solid. Um. Yeah, that's why he's my. And he almost had that. Uh, the you see that lateral to Eckler. Yeah, that almost worked. They, that if Eckler caught that, that would have been a touchdown. So, yeah, that was close. But yeah, that's why Keenan's my winner of the of the week. My,
0: my second winner of the week: Aaron Rodgers for the Green Bay Packers. We didn't touch on this game, but it was a great Sunday Night Football game. They beat, defeated the New Orleans Saints thirty-seven to thirty. Aaron Rodgers was twenty-one for thirty-two. 283 yards and three touchdowns. He didn't turn the ball over and finished for QBR of 87.5. Aaron Rodgers is right up there with Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Russell Wilson for the MVP race. He has a huge – you can clearly tell he has a huge chip on his shoulder after they drafted Jordan Love in the first round. Aaron Rodgers is absolutely having a great year. And he has proven he's a great all-time quarterback and still a great quarterback that can win a Super Bowl. And right now the Packers look – with the Seattle Seahawks, the two best teams, in my opinion, in the NFC. And he did this this week without his best receiver, Devontae Adams. So Aaron Rodgers is my second winner of the week.
1: Oh, yeah. He's looking like prime Aaron Rodgers out there.
0: Yeah, I like, he I, he's one
1: of my favorite quarterbacks to watch also.
0: Yeah, he's awesome to watch. Okay, Jared, who's your second loser of the week?
1: I kind of mentioned this earlier, but my second loser is T.Y. Holton. Okay. Um, he, He's... he's He's been known as being a top receiver in the league, but I feel like he's either a deep ball or nothing kind of receiver. Actually, I mean, he had three targets, he caught three balls, but I mean, I to me, like when I hear T. Y. Hilton, I think of like a solid receiver. Yeah, and I feel like now he's kind of he's starting to slowly to drop down. If he's not hurt, he's usually always hurt, but like he's starting to drop down just to be like a. An, solid receiver to have like an okay receiver mm-hmm. um i want to see more out of him especially that he's my loser because he played i think the jets have the worst secondary in the league corner wise and he he's a really fast guy like he couldn't do anything against that against that so yeah that's why he's my loser of the week
0: I agree with that my second loser of the week you already kind of said this as a loser Lamar Jackson pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. He was 15 for 28, 97. He touchdown. He had a 40 QBR. He showed that he's on, like we already mentioned, on a different level than Patrick Mahomes, but not a good different level. He's a step down from Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to keep going into this, but Lamar Jackson is my second loser of the week, and I know you can agree with that because you're kind of kind of um yeah. Who was your third and final winner from week three of the NFL season?
1: Uh, I'm kind of jumping off what of- your last winner was uh Aaron Rodgers. I'm going with Adam Allen Lazard. Oh, I like that. Um six receptions, 146 yards. He averaged 24 yards per reception. He got a touchdown, um, eight targets. I think with with Devontae Adams out, he's saying, like, oh, like I could step up when we need it. And Adam um Aaron Rodgers trusts him and he he's the guy when Adams is out. And then I want to see what he can do when Adam – because he's been playing all all year pretty well. But I want to see, like, if he could become that high wide receiver too when uh, Devontae Adams comes back. Because that could be a very dangerous offense, especially with Aaron Jones. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's why he's my winner of the week.
0: My final winner from week three is a running back in the same game, not for the Packers. That's Alvin Kamara. He had six carries for 58 yards. He averaged oh, yeah. 97 yards per carry. That wasn't even the best stat. He had 13 catches for 139 <laughs> yards and two touchdowns. He's a running back. And he had 13 catches. And they're missing Michael Thomas. They're using Alvin Camaro like They should be using him. Obviously, they need more production because they're one and two from other people like Emmanuel Sanders and Tracy one Smith. They also need um Michael Thomas back. But Alvin Camaro absolutely balled this week. If you had him in fantasy. Wow, that's that was amazing because he I think he was one of the best fantasy um players from week three. So yeah, Alvin Kamara absolutely balled in week three. So he's my final winner of the week.
1: And I, I agree, I agree, he's a big winner this week. But like I feel like that's who Alvin Kamara is. He's not really a running back,
0: but no, like yeah.
1: He's I a pass catching running back, if you know what He could like he could get you a clutch run, but like he's he's like a 10 times better Ty Montgomery kind of guy, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Okay. Who's yeah. your final loser from uh, week three of the NFL season?
1: Okay. Uh, the, you mentioned him week one, I think, or week two. I'm going Gase. I'm saying he needs to be fired. It's it's time. Uh, Dan Ovlowski literally said his own 16 Lions could beat the, this year's Jets 16 times, and I honestly might agree with him. That's, that's so sad. like. It's very sad uh I just he's gotta go like he shows no will to win mm-hmm. like, I don't want to keep emphasizing it but yeah he's he's not my favorite coach
0: I think I, I think I totally agree with you I I would love for Adam games to continue being the Jets coach so they can continue to stink stink because that works for me but obviously the Jets need to move on from Adam games that is pretty obvious so that's probably the best loser of the week and hopefully we're, we're done talking about him Hopefully, next mistake, hope so. we'll just be like, he got fired. Okay, let's move on. And we'll just, actually, yeah. we might talk about it if he got fired. But, like, besides that, we'll move on. I will Adam. say, though,
1: I'll, I'll be even, probably even more upset. He gets fired, and then the Dow Loggins or OC becomes our head coach. That's just, that's that's worst case scenario, honestly. So,
0: I that, that's Adam Gaze's guy, right?
1: Yeah, that's like literally his robot that he just brings along. It's it's gonna be a shit show. That that, happens, that, yeah. that
0: that doesn't make any sense to keep him as OC. You would probably uh, Greg Williams or you're like your running backs. coach. Yeah, like I hope that.
1: it. I hope it becomes Greg Williams. That's really what I hope. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my final loser of the week three NFL season before we move on to the fantasy sleepers for week four is the NFC East. The NFC East went o three and one. That one was the Eagles tied to the lowly Cincinnati Bengals. The Eagles need to get their head out of their butts because you can't be tying to the Bengals. Um, right now, the NFC East is led by the Washington football team with a one and two record. The Washington football team is one and two. The Cowboys are one and two. The Eagles are o two and one. And the Giants are 0 and three. The NFC East, through three, six, nine, 12 games, I think I did the math right, 12 games have won two games. <laughs> They've two, nine, and one this year. That is putrid. That is clearly, obviously, the worst division in football. And when the Washington football team is winning the division at one and two, <laughs> you can clearly tell the division's not doing good. They're two, nine, and one this year. And this stupid tie, that's so annoying. But like the Eagles, yeah. like, come on, you gotta win that game. The yeah, Giants it's the Bengals. The Giants stink. The Washington football team lost to the Browns, and I think the Cowboys are still the best team in the division, even though I picked the Eagles to win the dang division. So you wanna help me with my pick, please, Philadelphia Eagles. I picked you to win division, and you still have a chance. Most teams wouldn't have a chance at o two and one, or not. You still have a chance, but like, yeah, I know what you. Best mean, chance. Yeah. You like a game back. Like, you win like, a game, you're tied for first. You a so. game, for the division. Like, yeah. it's, it, it's awful. So NFC East teams, you should be ashamed of yourself. You're two nine and one. Um, whoever, whatever divisions playing the NFC East this year, you're lucky because yeah. wow, they stink. Honestly. Giants have a chance to make the playoffs though. Like yeah. the Giants have a chance to win the division. Like whoever wins this year's division winner could be like one of those weird, like seven and nine, eight and eight
1: teams. Oh, that would suck.
0: Yeah, you're just like, yeah. like some other teammate like, was like, Oh, I went eleven and five and I missed the playoffs. You're like, Are you freaking kidding me? Like you won yeah. seven games, made the playoffs, but my Bozo team won eleven games and I'm like, Oh, we're at home. Like that's just annoying. So obviously I feel like, Yeah, yeah, that would so, so the NFC East Stinks. Somebody's going to make the playoffs from the NFC East. I don't know who the heck it's going to be because I clearly could. I I couldn't. If I told you it was going to be one team, I'm so not confident in that pick. Like, it's so bad. Yeah. So, the NFC East is my loser of the week. Okay. So, we're moving on to week four. We finished with week three. We did the week three NFL recap, a couple of the games, and then we did our winners and losers from week three. Week four fantasy sleepers pick will give you a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, and a tight end that we think is a sleeper that's going to have a good week. We hopefully help you in your picks for your DraftKings, FanDuel, whatever league you're in. So JR, start me off with your quarterback sleeper of the week.
1: All right, so I'm I'm between two guys, Nick Foles and Justin Herbert. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert, just because. He's playing the Buccaneers. They're going to put points on the board. He's going to have the ball in his hand for a good amount mm-hmm. of the game. And I think not just in fantasy, but if he could really take control of this offense, because the Buccaneers really don't have a good secondary by no means. Find his boy Keenan or Mike Williams. I mean, I think he could put up some numbers this week. So I'm going Justin Herbert.
0: Yeah, not a bad pick. My quarterback, sweeper of the week. When I want to say your name, you're like, Pete. He's not a sleeper. He's one of the all-time greats. But this week he is because where he is ranked on NFL.com. And that is going to be Drew Brees. He's going against the uh, Detroit Lions. He's rated as the 17th best fantasy quarterback this week. Yes. <laughs> I know Drew Brees hasn't had the best year. I know he's not throwing a lot of deep balls, but he's going to give you production. And if he's your 17th best quarterback on NFL.com, that means he's pretty cheap on FanDuel DraftKings. So that means Drew Brees... Should be a good pickup, and there's a chance Michael Thomas back uh, comes back this week. So Michael Thomas comes back this week, that's even a better fantasy value. So Drew Brees is my quarterback sleeper of the week.
1: I know that's good. He shouldn't be ranked 17th, um, especially after what he did against the Packers. So yeah. Um, my running back sleeper this week is it's, it's a tricky one. I have faith in him. It's Leonard Fournette. I feel like if the Tampa Bay can utilize them, because I think they're going to be up most of the game. Um, Tampa Bay could just feed him the ball and just tire out the... I know the Chargers have a good rushing D, but I feel like Fournette could just do some damage, especially in the goal line. And plus, Godwin's hurt, so it's only really Mike Evans. Um, I feel like as the game goes on, they're up. They're going to just keep running the ball, and I think Fournette could do some damage with that. So that's why he's my running back sleeper this week.
0: Nice, nice. My running back sleeper of the week is Miles Gaskin, the running back from the Miami Dolphins. He's going against the Seattle Seahawks, who don't have a great defense. They should be down a lot in that game, so I expect them to do, use them kind of like running the ball, but also as a pass catcher. He's rated as the 25th best running back this week. Last week against the Jaguars, he had 22 carries for 66 yards. He also had five catches for 29 yards. I think that's a a nice fancy value, especially if he gets a touchdown in there, his fantasy value. Um, even skyrockets this yeah. week. You can clearly tell if you watch that Thursday night game in the beginning of the game, they used him a lot. So expect similar results. I'm not expecting a 30 point game like James Robinson had last week for my fantasy week, but he could get a fourteen to sixteen point uh game and actually really help your fantasy team. So Miles Gaskin is my running back sleeper of the week.
1: Yeah, that's a solid pick. Um especially for PPR. Which we're doing
0: yeah, exactly, yeah. PPR more like standard, little less of a pick.
1: Yeah, Um, my I'm, for me, my wide receivers were between two receivers. Also, it was, but I'm going DJ Chark for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm hoping he's playing this week. It sounds like he is going to play, Um but his first two games before his injury, he put up over ten points, and then he got hurt. And now they're going against the Cincinnati Bengals who have been looking like they're in shootouts like every single game. So I feel mm-hmm. like it's going to be a, more of an air raid. And D.J. Chark's the number one receiver for the Jaguars. So if you get snag a touchdown, get like five, six receptions for 80 yards, it's a solid mm-hmm. game. So, yeah, I'm going D.J. Chark.
0: Okay. My fantasy wide receiver sweeper of the week is one of Jerr's winners of this week, and that is Alan Lazard. You had him in a winner, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so Alan Lazard, he's going against the lonely Atlanta Falcons who stink. Um, he's rated as a twenty-seventh best wide receiver this week. Obviously, if Devontae Adams plays, his fantasy values dips a little. But last week he had six catches for a buck forty-six with a touchdown. So if Devontae Adams plays, he loses some of his value. But if he doesn't play, that twenty-seventh best wide receiver rank is great for Alan Lazard. So Alan Lazard is my fantasy sleeper of the week. Jarrah, finish it off with a tight end and probably the hardest position to pick, yeah. in my opinion, the sleepers. Um, no, is yeah, I agree. Week. I think it's impossible because because the it's fun.
1: there's There's a big gap between the top tight ends and then yeah. like the lower tier. So yeah, because but after my
0: like six or seven. Sorry, but like after like six or seven, it just gets impossible in the lineup. No, yeah,
1: but yeah. But I'm going with a guy you probably never heard much of this year. Um, Dalton Schultz for the Cowboys. He had won against the Falcons that come back. He had won 21 point game. Um, Even with Cooper, CD lamb, Gallup, Zeke, there's, he's still getting targets for this team. Uh, He got four receptions last game, nine against the Falcons. Um, If he could get that end zone for a tight end, I feel like if he could get that end zone touchdown, that's just a win, no matter what. Um, so if he could pit up over eight, eight to like 16 point, the 16 is a lot, but like eight to 15 points, I think that's a big plus. So, And he's going against the Cleveland Browns who just aren't – their linebackers aren't great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going Dalton Schultz for the Cowboys.
0: I've heard of him enough to pick him for my tight end. <laughs> oh, really? Of the week, yeah. I'm with you. I think it's tough to pick. He's rated – on NFL.com fantasy as the 15th best tight end. He's going against the Cleveland Browns, and I'm totally agree with you on those things. Gets a couple sure. catches, especially if he gets in the end zone, that's huge value. 10-11 to 11 points is basically a hit in these kind of sleeper tight end positions. Um, for the other positions, that's kind of bad. But yeah, Dalton Schultz is my fantasy sleeper of the week four for tight end position. So hopefully those four picks, each of us will help you in your fantasy week. Um, we always try to help our listeners and followers okay moving on to the final and my most and my favorite segment of the show we're gonna go NFL week four picks we always end the show this uh this way so far I'm three0 against you Jared, so maybe you can get away yeah. I think
1: that this is the week
0: like I, when I was
1: writing him down I was like okay
0: I'm winning this week okay and you're gonna start them off like always we got the 820 kickoff. Thursday night football: the 0 and 3 Denver Broncos against the 0 and 3 New York Jets. Yeah, who are you picking this week? Okay, I'm picking the Jets. Okay,
1: but it's they're the Broncos are playing Brett Ripien. I think that's yeah, the name. What Brett. Are the
0: heck
1: this I never heard of this guy. I mean, it's a real shame if the Jets can't beat this guy, can't beat this team. If they're if he's thrown for over two hundred yards, I feel like that's a loss. And I'm the Jets need this game. They need to be like okay, like because if they don't win this game, they might go over zero and sixteen. They need this game. <laughs> Von Miller's not even playing. I mean Bradley Chubb, their defense is still solid, but mm-hmm. I mean this is a must-win game for the Jets if they want to just have a future. Like so, yeah, I'm going Jets.
0: I'm going to go the Denver Broncos. Um, I'm, not, I'm just not picking the Jets. I'm staying away from that pick. They could prove me wrong for your sake. I Hopefully they prove um, me wrong. I just think they're done playing for Adam Gaze. I really don't think they want to play for this guy anymore. I don't I, think
1: so either, yeah. I think yeah. That's
0: a huge factor. They're like thinking in the back of their mind. Obviously, they're going to try to give 100%, but mentally they don't want to play for this bozo of a coach anymore. That is probably the reason I'm going to Denver Broncos on a Thursday night football game that's kind of a – eh, Thursday. Thursday football games are always the best. Um, Record-wise, this game could turn out pretty good. Yeah, hopefully.
1: Do. I mean, hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully the Jets blow them out, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on to Sunday. We got the first Sunday game 1 uh, p.m. start. We got the 2-1 and one Indianapolis Colts at the, I dare I say, the 3-0 Chicago Bears. jer who do you got?
1: I got Chicago Bears. Um, I know the Colts blew out the Jets, but let's just say, like Jets, terrible football team. Mm-hmm. Um, Bears, when they pit Nick Foles in, they came back. They look Nick Foles look very good, and good. I mean their defense is still a top, really good defense. Colts, I feel like Kielts are just a mediocre team. Um, I think the Bears, honestly, they're they can make a run. I think they're going to come out, and I'm, hopefully, they're starting Nick Foles. I. Not 100% sure on that,
0: they, but they announced.
1: Yeah. Okay. This. Yeah. So I think Nick Foles will lead him to the win against the Colts.
0: I'm going to disagree with you once again. I think this is the week that the Chicago Bears kind of, kind of come back down to earth. I'm going to pick the Colts. Um, They looked good. Obviously, it was against the Jets. The Chicago Bears seem like a fraud 3 0 team. Nothing, not trying to take anything away from this team. But yes, Nick Foles looked good against the Atlanta Falcons last week in the second half. But I still think the Colts are just a better team. They have a good defense. I expect a low-scoring, defensive, kind of ugly, boring game to watch. But I'm gonna pick the Colts this week. Okay, moving on to another 1 p.m. game. We got the one and two Jacksonville Jaguars at the 0 two and one Cincinnati Bengals. Jar, who do you got? I'm. I like the
1: Jaguars. Jaguars have surprised me a lot this year, but so have the Bengals. I mean, Bengals haven't surprised me. I. Their offense is very good, but I'm going with the Bengals this time. Um, I feel like in Bengals games, everyone I've seen it's been more of a shootout. Mm-hmm. And in Jacksonville, I feel like their their main strength is that is James Robinson and running the ball. So I mean, it's gonna depend on how they Jacksonville if they could take control of the game. Mm-hmm. But I think it's gonna be another like not a shootout, but like um, kind of a passing game. And I think Bengals. Just because the receivers are better, much better, um, I think Bengals are going to finally get their first win, Joe Burrows.
0: I'm going to agree with you on this one. Um, yeah, I'm going to Cincinnati Bengals. The Jaguars did not look good against the Miami Dolphins um, on Thursday Night Football last week. And I like what the Bengals are doing. Obviously, they haven't got a win. They almost got a win against the Eagles. Joe Burrow has thrown for five touchdowns, 821 yards on the year. Looks like a franchise quarterback. Obviously, they're not great on defense. This game is one of the games that I'm not going to be watching, definitely.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: this week, sorry, Bengals and Jaguars fans. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals this weekend. They're going to get their first win of the year, and Joe Burrow is going to get his first win of this NFL season. Okay, moving on to another 1 p.m. game. and uh, The Cowboys don't usually play at a 1 p.m. game, but this week they are. It's a 2-1 Cleveland Browns at the 1-2 Dallas Cowboys. Charity, the Cowboys get their second win of the year? This,
1: I mean – before the year even started, I'd say the Cowboys blow them out. Yeah, but this this is an interesting game. Um, I'm not a fan of the Browns. Like you said, I don't think they're good. Um, but the Cowboys, they just haven't been looking good. Yes, I mean they played the Seahawks, which is a good team, but I still think the Cowboys are going to come out with the win. Um, I think they Zeke's got to really be a f- big factor in this game he um, have got to beat up on the defense. And their secondary has got to step up big time. And their D-line. They're D- if the defense can step up, I'll say they'll win. And I think they'll step up enough to win this game.
0: I'm going to agree with you. I don't think the Browns are much of a, a great team, even though they're 2-1. and one. The Tech Cowboys have one of the best receivers, running backs, and quarterbacks in the league. Their offense is unstoppable. If they can play some defense this week, this game won't be close. I got the Dallas – at home, they know they need this win, they can't fall to one and three. Yeah, or a huge running team, not the best defense, and I'm not a big fan of Baker Mayfield, so that's the reason I have the Dallas Cowboys. Moving on to another 1 p.m. game, we got the one and two New Orleans Saints at the one and two Detroit Lions. Jer, what do you got?
1: Lions look very good last game, Saints one and two, not looking great this year, but I'm still going with the Saints, Drew Brees. I still got that guy's back. I think he's very good quarterback. Alvin Kamara. And they might get um Michael Thomas back. I think Lions just can't manage that offense when it's on. And I think Saints, this is gonna be their coming out game, just like, okay, yeah, we still got it. They're gonna I think they're gonna blow out the Lions.
0: I don't think it's gonna be a blowout like you just said, but I I am picking the Saints. I think the Lions kinda had a fluke win against a Cardinals team that we kind of overhyped through the first two weeks. Um nah. The Saints looked, uh, did not look good last week, but if they get Michael Thomas back, they did lose to the Packers, which is not the end of the world. I think Drew Brees needs to start throwing the ball down the field a little more. He spread the offense out. Alvin Kamara is going to have a great game. I'm not a big fan of the Lions team. Even though Matthew Stafford ha- is having a pretty good year, I'm going to take the Saints. Not in a blowout, but in a good win. Okay, the next game we're going to be talking about has officially been postponed. Maybe they might play Monday or Tuesday night. That is the Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers. That game is both – both teams are 3-0. We're not 100% sure who's going to be playing in that – they're going to be playing this week just because of the COVID situation with the Tennessee Titans. But quickly, Jer, if they're going to play this week on Monday or Tuesday, who, who are you picking for that game?
1: I mean, winning gets the Steelers, I feel like too much. I'm trying to push the Steelers to lose. So I got the Steelers winning this game. Um, it's going to be fun to watch because me and Pete have a friend, Ryan Matson who's a big Derrick Henry fan. So yeah, I kind of want to see like either Derek kind of crush the Steelers or he gets stopped by them and I could say, oh, he's not good. But, um, mm-hmm. no, yeah, I think the Steelers are going to beat the Titans.
0: Yeah, hopefully. If, if they play. Is- if
1: they play, yeah.
0: Hopefully it plays. Maybe month. Even Tuesday night would be kind of cool. Another day of football. Um, because if they be- don't
1: play, it's going to like kind of ruin the whole season, I feel yeah, like.
0: I wouldn't be opposed to them playing on Tuesday night at all.
1: Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. That would be kind of cool.
0: <laughs> watch. Another game, another day of football. But, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. That, if this game does happen. I'm going to hit the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm not a huge fan of the Tennessee Titans. I think they're a good team. Ryan Tannehill is just like a good quarterback. He's not going to win you a ton of games like a Super Bowl. But he could win you games in the regular season. But I'm going to go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They look much better than they did last year. Obviously, with Big Ben coming back. So, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, moving on to another 1 p.m. game this week. We have the 3-0 Seattle Seahawks at the 1-2 Miami Dolphins. Jer, I know who you're picking. I don't think it's (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm going with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. I think they're just gonna destroy the Dolphins, honestly.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Even though Seattle's defense isn't great, they're my Super Bowl pick. Um, Russell Wilson's on another planet right now, so I'm going the Seattle Seahawks in an absolute blowout in yeah. <laughs> it is supposed to lightning there. I'm looking at the ESPN's weather app thing. It is supposed to lightning, but it's always supposed to do that on the map, Miami. Miami. But the yeah. Bills deal with that week two, and that was the most annoying thing ever. Um Okay, moving on to another one PM game. We got Jarrah, who's a huge fan of Justin Herbert, the one and two Los Angeles Chargers at the two and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jarrah, is Justin Herbert upset Tom Brady? Uh no.
1: I'm still going with uh uh Tom. Uh Buccaneers just they have they have the more like veteran, they have the leadership as a QB and uh coach and Chargers, they're just I like seeing – I think he's going to progress more from this game. He's going to be able to get some good throws, really show, like, how he can handle the offense. But I still think Tom's going to come out with a win.
0: Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I think the Buccaneers, after that week one loss to the New Orleans Saints, they've looked really good the last two weeks. Tom Brady's starting yeah. to play much better than he is. He's not having to do too much. Hopefully, for the Buccaneers' sake, Chris – and my one of my fantasy team' sakes, that Chris Godwin plays, because he didn't play last week, and that pissed me off. Yeah. Um, Hopefully Chris Godwin plays. If he plays, that's another just added weapon to a Chargers defense that's not having – that's having actually that's a pretty good defense, but Justin Herbert, I think the spotlight's too big for him just yet. Bright future for Justin Herbert, but I'm going to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Moving on to the one of the last couple week for 1 p.m. games, we got the 2-1 Baltimore Ravens at the division leader, one and two Washington football. <laughs> the division leader. Division leader, make that clear. They are leading the division. Jr., are the Washington football team going to keep leading the division after this week?
1: Uh, I think we're both going to agree on this one. I'm saying no. I think Ravens, after that loss, they're, John Harbaugh, especially all the penalties they had, John Harbaugh is just going to – he's going to make them practice, work hard this week, and they're just going to come out. I think they're going to blow out the division the leader Washington football team um and chase young's out too it's not looking good for the football team uh yeah i think ravens i think they're gonna i think they're gonna not blow them out but they're gonna have a hefty win
0: yeah i agree with you. the ravens need to prove not obviously beating the washington football team's not proving contender you know, <laughs> team whatsoever even though it is beating a division leader like we've said multiple times but yes i think they're gonna come out and just with a lot of Energy. The media is talking about how they're not that good anymore. I think they're still really good. The Ravens. So I'm gonna pick the Ravens in a pretty. Dom- uh, it doesn't have to be a blowout, but it's gonna be a dom. You're gonna be after that game. You'll be like, the Ravens absolutely dominated this team. Might not show on the scoreboard, but the Ravens had total control over this game. I'm picking the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, moving on to uh, one of the last one, second to last one p.m. games. We got the two and one Arizona Cardinals at the one and two Panthers. Jared, to the Cardinals bat. Bounce back after losing to the Lions last week.
1: This is actually going to be. I think I'm not going to watch it personally, um, but this, this is. This, I think this is going to be a fun game. It might be a cool game. I think it could be. Um, um, but I like the Cardinals this year. I know I probably overhyped them a little bit. Um, they haven't been playing the best of teams. I know they did just lose the Lions. Um, but I think the Cardinals are gonna win this game and I think I really like that offense. I don't know something about it. I really like it. Um, I think they're gonna gonna win.
0: I agree with you. I think we kinda of overhyped. I think everybody overhyped, not just you and that's just me, the media. Yeah overhyped funnels through on two weeks. They kinda of came down to earth against the Lions. They they do win this week. But if they beat the Panthers, let's not just jump back on the Cardinals and be like, they're Super Bowl contenders or division contenders. No, no. I don't think they're there yet. I think they're a talented team that's better than they were last year. But I do think they could be the Panthers team. That's not the best. So I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, moving on to our last 1 p.m. game of week four. We got the 0-3 Minnesota Vikings at the 0-3 Houston Texans. Who's getting the first win of this NFL season?
1: I'm going – Deshaun Watson and the Texans.
0: They put up a fight to the
1: Steelers. Steelers are a pretty solid team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vikings, I thought they'd be doing better than they have in this year. They, they. I mean, they had a pretty good week last week. Um, I know, I don't – I forget if they won or not. Uh, no, I don't think they won, but
0: – Vikings didn't win last week.
1: Yeah. Um, Justin Jefferson looked good. But I still think Texans. I think Deshaun Watson's going to kind of carry carry the team this week. And I think they're going to get finally their first win.
0: I'm going to disagree with you. I think the Minnesota Vikings are kind of due, even though the Texans are both due. Like, they're both due in the situation for their first win of the year. I'm going go to go the Minnesota Vikings. I think they just need to show up in this game. I don't really think Texans are that great of a team. I still think the Vikings, I had them pick to win the division. That's not looking good. Um, but I still think they're super talented. Kirk Cousins is not a bad NFL quarterback. He's not a great NFL quarterback. Justin Jefferson looked really good last week. You also add Adam Thiel and Dalvin Cook. I think this Vikings team is much better than the Recorders, and they're more talented than Texans. So I'm gonna go pick with the Vikings. Okay, moving on to the four o'clock games. We got only three four o'clock games this year. Uh, this excuse me, this week. Um, the 4 5 game. We got the 0-3 New York Giants at the 2-1 and Los Angeles Rams. Jr., who do you got?
1: I'm going Rams. Giants. They're New York football is besides your bills if you count that hey, as New York New, football.
0: New, hey, whoa, whoa. New Jersey football is not looking good. New York football three and
1: 0 Okay. Well, New Jersey football which I don't believe in. Um, it's looking terrible this year. Giants, Jets are bottom tier the league. Um, I think Rams... Just, and plus, they don't have Saquon. I mean, I don't think the Giants stand a chance. Uh, I think Rams are gonna, and their their offense—it's just gonna be brutal. I think Rams are gonna win.
0: Yeah, I'm totally with you. I don't think it's anywhere close. The Rams' offense looks great against the Bills. They still have a really good defense. Just the amount of weapons the Rams have with just uh, not Justin Jefferson, Vance uh, Van Jefferson—you have Josh Reynolds, Cooper Cup, Dal Higby, Robert Woods, Jared Ever, Daryl Henderson—the list goes on. So yeah. I think this is a route, and I think the Giants start zero four, which a lowly start to Joe Judge's career as a New York Giant. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on to my game of the week. We don't play a lot of games at four twenty-five, but this week we are. We're in Las Vegas this week. We got the Reno Buffalo Bills at the two and one Las Vegas Raiders. Jarrah, who do you got?
1: I think. The Raiders have a chance of winning this game, Um, but I know I'm going Raiders. I'm changing it up. I had Bills, but, you know, I'm going to change things up a little bit. Um, The Raiders are a sneaky team where they don't come off as being a good team, but they could do some damage uh, if the Bills let their guard down. I don't think Bills could go undefeated, so they're going to have to lose some time tonight. This week might be the week, so I'm going Raiders.
0: I'm going to disagree with you completely. I, I think you didn't even need to know that. I think you knew that already. Yeah, but, I know. Yeah, the Raiders have one of the worst defenses in the league. They're ranked right 28th in the league. The Bills have one of the best offenses in week in this league. Uh, the Raiders right now, Henry Ruggs most likely won't play. Brian Edwards most likely won't play. Those are the two best wide receivers on the outside. I think the Bills have a bounce-back defensive game. I think the offense doesn't go absolutely bananas like they did in the last couple weeks, but I think they have a much better defensive game. And I say they win like 24-10 to 10 or something like that. Um, so I got the Bills. I think you guys already, if you know me, you knew I was picking the Bills, so it doesn't really matter. So I got the Bills starting 4-0. I'll just
1: clarify, I had the Bills, but I'm just spicing things up going to the Raiders, okay?
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, the final 4-25 game of the week, we got the 2-1 New England Patriots at the 3-0. Kansas City Chiefs, Jarrett, What do you got?
1: This is my game of the week, um, just because the Patriots, versus Chiefs. Even though they don't have time anymore, but still think Chiefs to me best team in football right now. Uh, it's gonna be a cool, it's gonna be a fun coaching game to watch. See how Bill Belichick and Andy Reid versus each other. Um, but I just think the Chiefs' offense is insane, man. Um, I'm going Chiefs.
0: I'm agreeing uh, with you. I'm not picking the Patriots this week. Cam Newton did not look good. The hype with Cam Newton is way too high. He's looked okay this year. He hasn't looked great this year. Mm -hmm. Um, The Patriots did run the ball well last week with Sony Michelle and Rex Burkhead, but that's a bright side if you're a Patriots fan. But I think the Chiefs are going to steamroll the Patriots this week. Um, The Patriots have had a good defense this year, but I don't think Cam Newton can keep up with Patrick Mahomes in that offense. So um, maybe not steamroll. Maybe that wasn't the correct word, but I got the Chiefs uh, winning, and the Patriots falling to 2-2 on the year. Okay, Sunday night football, we got the 0-2-1 Philadelphia Eagles at the 2-1 49ers, who most likely won't have Jimmy G. So this is a weird Sunday night football game. But, Jared, who do you got?
1: I think 49ers, I mean, they've kind of got away with not having solid players on their team against the Jets and the Giants. But Eagles, like you said, they need the win. And then they're back in this division – top of the division i think eagles are going to win this game um yeah they they need the win i feel like they'll get the win i think there's a better team with all the injuries that happened to the 49ers so i think this i think they're gonna win
0: i agree with you on the sense of the 49ers injury i don't agree with you on the pick just because i can't pick the eagles right now they looked awful the first three weeks especially against the Bengals last week like come on I think yeah. they're going to win the division. I'd still pick them to win the division at the beginning of the year. I want them to win this game for my pick, to be right. But I had to go to the 49ers. I think they're just a better team, even without Jimmy G. So, I'm going to pick the 49ers to kind of win a, in a weird, like low-scoring game that I'm just going to be like 17-14 on Sunday Night Football. But I got the 49ers getting the win. Final game of week four, the Monday Night Football Game, 8-15 p.m. We got the Owen three Atlanta Falcons at the 3 0 Packers. If you listen to the whole podcast, you already know who I'm picking. But Jared, who do you got?
1: No, I said it before. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna keep going with the Falcons till they get the win. No, no,
0: stop. I they're playing
1: the Packers, man. Aaron Rodgers, the offense is looking incredible. I don't if the Falcons do win, I'm like, okay, like good for them. They got their first win. But I'm going I I can't knock over the Packers this game. I think you think the same.
0: I am done picking the Atlanta Falcons. Like I said earlier, I am not picking the Atlanta Falcons. I'm not even giving an explanation on this game. I am going the Green Bay Packers just because they're a better team. And if the Falcons are up 15 in the fourth, they're going to lose. Because for some reason, they can't hold a lead. <laughs> I am going the Atlanta Falcons. Not the Atlanta Falcons. Dang it. I'm going the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> <Bay laughs> I said I could say the Atlanta Falcons, and I'm, like, I'm going the Atlanta Falcons. So, no, I'm not going the Atlanta Falcons. I am going the Green Bay Packers. Okay. So, that is it. Or a week four picks, Jerry, anything you want to say before we sign off?
1: Hopefully, I'll say next podcast. Hopefully, there's no more Adam GaSe talk. That's all I'll say.
0: Okay, guys, remember <sighs> this is the Talking Sports podcast with Peter DiBiase and John Rocco Poor. Make sure you give us an Instagram follow, a Twitter follow. Those links are both in the description. At Talking Sports PD, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Jerry knows, and I know, we got some cool videos coming out. We have a special guest. I'm not going to announce it yet. Just look for our Twitter page when we announce it. But that video might be out in two to th- a week or two with somebody that's pretty popular and that all of you probably know. I'm not going to say who it is. So just keep it on the edge of your feet, right? There. YouTube videos will be back next week. So make sure you subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that. And make sure you check out Sports Cases, our new sponsorship deal with Sports Cases. Get any type of sports case, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL. You get 10% off your purchase with our code talking sports PD that'll be in the description so make sure you should check out that website and use our code talking sports PD guys once again this was the talking sports podcast with Peter DiBiase and John rock and from point until next time see ya